0: I'm Janice Haussegger. After three decades in the marketing business and many years of being an entrepreneur, I've learned a thing or two about marketing. Join me as we talk about marketing, small business, and life in between. Welcome to My Weekly Marketing. Well, hey, hey, if you're like a lot of entrepreneurs, social media is on your to-do list almost every day. But not for my guest today, Leslie Stevens. After realizing that social media was taking way too much time and wasn't really her jam anyway, she parted ways with it and never looked back. Leslie is a seasoned branding and marketing strategist who challenges the conventional belief that small business owners need to be active on social media to achieve success. She believes that there are other more powerful ways to meet potential clients without the constant pressure of posting. Through her unique approach called the Client Connection Method, she combines design and sales psychology to empower her clients to create connections with strangers and convert them into paying clients. She believes that you don't have to be an influencer to make an impact. Whether you're looking for an innovative marketing idea or simply intrigued by the idea of challenging the status quo, Leslie's perspectives will leave you inspired. So let's dive into my conversation with Leslie. Well, hey, Leslie, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. So um, so you have kind of a unique business. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and what your story is and how you arrived at where you are right now? Absolutely. It was quite
1: an adventure. So I am a branding and marketing strategist and I specialize in teaching coaches and service-based entrepreneurs how to book more clients without having to post on social media. And I know that goes against most of the advice that we especially scroll by. And I learned it the hard way. And I'm so glad that I did because now I get the opportunity to teach it to other people. But I started out in the online entrepreneurial world as a registered dietitian. And I thought, okay, with my credentials, I was also a certified personal trainer and my medical license, like all of these things. And everybody told me to just post on social media and I would get clients. So I wanted to help people. And I was like, if this is the way, then this is exactly what I'm going to do. So I put in so much time and I tried to learn everything I could about social media, how to post, how to make it a connecting post or a sales post and keep up with the algorithm, figure out how to film my reels, all of those things. And I'm very introverted. So putting out all of that energy every single day and putting myself out there in that way, it felt like such an uphill battle. And I actually ended up completely burning myself out of that business because... Not only did it feel like an uphill battle all the time, I was also working really, really long hours because Mm -hmm. content creation takes a long time. And when you feel that pressure to post every single day, you're like, okay, what do I have to post every day? It's going to take me an hour or two to make the post. And then I've got to work with my clients and then run my business in the background. So you have all of these moving parts when you're in business by yourself and you're just starting out and you're trying to get clients. And I ended up not posting on social media at all and starting my branding business because it was a natural flow into that for me because people had watched me build my nutrition business and they loved the branding. And I had friends who were like, can you just do my branding? And I was like, yeah, that's perfect. But I ended up being completely sold out in that business for months. And I had to take a step back and I was like, why is this so easy? I felt like I was doing something wrong. Uh And I was like, okay, well, I better post on social media so that I can keep clients rolling in and interested. then I was like, wait, 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 wait. I have been getting clients consistently and more clients than I ever got in my first business in a different way. And it's because I was making connections. I was participating in collaborations. I was doing interviews, things like that. And I never even thought of those things as marketing, but they were. Mm. Totally. Because I was so caught up in the social media marketing. And this is the way everybody told me. I hired business coaches, social media coaches, all of these things. And I realized I didn't even need it to have a successful business. Because we scroll by things all the time. And we're like, okay, you have to show up on social media or else people won't know about you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I'm showing up in other places and I'm making these connections and building these relationships and people know that I do this job and I do it well because I'm focused on the business and my client experience and all of these things that then bring in referrals. And then you can bring in social media on the back end of that. But I feel like everybody's doing business backwards and they're trying to build the social media audience first. And then have people to sell to and we're losing focus of the business and the client experience and creating those results. And that's where you really build a successful and sustainable business. So I knew that I had to tell everybody about it. And that's how I came up with the marketing side of my business, which I teach it as not an influencer, more sales without social media so that I can share
0: this knowledge with everybody. I love that. I love that. I mean, so many of the clients that I have gotten over the years, they'll start out, they'll, they'll get a website and they get a Facebook page an Instagram page or whatever. And they kind of get stuck and they think, okay, well, I should run some ads or whatever. But what I think a lot of people don't realize is that, um, on that, on the, the awareness phase of your business, of, of your marketing, it can be a million different things. Social media does not need to be part of that. It can be, you know, a magnetized sign on your car door. It can be, oh gosh, you know, like you said, interviews with people, PR. Um, it, it can be ads, could be awareness ads, depending on what your business is. It could be Google ads. It could be a lot of things. And I think you're right. A lot of small business owners, and I've been there too, you know, you burn yourself out just like, oh, I got to create a reel. I got to do a post. I got to, you know, make sure I'm on this platform and that platform. and It takes a big chunk of your day. And if you're just starting out, you are your business. So you don't have a lot of extra time for that. Do you feel like um, down the road your business would benefit from being on social media? Like you said, you could add it later. Do you feel like that's something that businesses should consider? Absolutely. I think social media marketing
1: is a fantastic tool. I think it's just a tool that uses so much time and energy that if you only have so much energy in the day, you can focus it on other areas that are going to give you a greater client return on your time and energy. So I am going to use social media because my ideal client is hanging out on social media. But that's when I can grow and scale a team because I know that's not my strength. I know other people feel like social media marketing is so natural for them. And that that's fantastic. If that is you... I I'm amazed by those people. <laughs> so yeah. that's when I grow and feel it's just like any other marketing strategies, like adding an email list or adding ads, things like that. There are different stages of your business where you did you build different layers onto it. What I focus on is really building that foundation of okay, what is your brand? What are your offerings? How are you communicating this? Because everything's going to work backwards from that. Whatever your email marketing yeah. is, whatever your ads are saying, whatever your social media thing is built off of that foundation.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're right. I think sometimes, I mean, you can't typically, you don't typically start with an email list. You or you may have existing customers that you put on your list, but you need to get something in that awareness phase out there. And I, I put email in like more of the consideration Phase and, and, you know, and, and you can do nurturing emails from there. But so I think that the thing that people really like about social media. And when I started my business, I feel like it was the dark ages of social media. <laughs> I mean, I post something and people would see it and it was like, Oh, cool. This is free marketing. You know, why wouldn't I do this? And of course, that's not the case anymore. Um, you know, if you're in a business and you're posting something, you may get one or two likes. One of them are probably, you know, your mother or your sister or whatever. And um, it's not as easy as it used to be. But people still, I think, go to it because it is free. Do you have any recommendations for alternatives to social media like that are inexpensive or free that um, people can, you know, work in that awareness phase and get? their name out there and get their business out there? Yeah, definitely. I would say the best and most effective one, I would say is marketing... Or not
1: marketing, obviously marketing, networking. So getting yourself out there and having conversations, whether it's in a small group or even one-to-one, having more conversations about what you do. And it doesn't even have to be in a formal setting. But there are so many opportunities for networking even in the virtual space. So it's not about not using social media at all. You can use it in different ways than having to create content all the time. I start a lot of conversations out of Facebook groups, go to networking events and virtual spaces. And it's really easy because I feel like a lot of people post and then hide behind their posts because they're hoping, Oh, I won't really have to put myself out there because my content will speak for itself. But that's not how it works, especially now. And you have to, you have to put yourself out there when you have a business and we want to keep ourselves kind of protected. But the more you do it, the more you put yourself out there, the more you have those conversations, you learn what people are looking for, what things they're resonating with your, in your message and how you can Mm -hmm. really help them. So it gives you so much information when you go out there and just go to a networking event. And don't think about yourself. Don't think about, am I going to get a client with this? Just talk about what you do. And then from there, you can evolve your message the more you get in front of different people.
0: So do you have social media accounts?
1: Yes, I have social okay. media accounts on, on every platform because I always have myself available to have a conversation. Okay. Different types of clients are going to be on different platforms. So Some of them might be on Facebook and they might feel more comfortable messaging me on Facebook. Some of them might be on Instagram and want to message me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'll post, especially if I'm doing collaboration. I think of my social media pages right now as kind of a portfolio of my work. So Mm -hmm. it'll be more of like a website so they can get information of what my services are, what programs I have, and then events that I'm a part of or where I'm speaking. So they get a good overview of who I am, but I don't pressure myself into posting and thinking I'm going to get a client out of it. I'm just available to have the conversation be like, yes, I'd love to talk to you about your marketing or your branding and see how I can support you. But
0: it's all about positioning yourself for the right conversation and making the right connection. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a, a it's a way to connect with the people that are already there. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you brought up too, which I think is really interesting is that, um, when I am working, you know, I do this for my own business too. When I really want to get to know my target customer, then I jump into those Facebook groups and or even on Reddit, or, you know, other social media platforms, and just listen to what other people are saying, because I think it can be a fabulous tool for that, for sure. And, um, and you're right, it's a great way to reach out. And just because you don't spend a lot of time necessarily posting on social media doesn't mean that you can't connect with other people who are on social media and respond to those uh, posts that they put on there business pages or the pages or whatever, the regular pages. Um, But I think also, you know, there is power in that connection. And like so many people that I know that do social media, so many businesses do this, um, the whole post and ghost thing. You put your, you schedule your posts, they go out and you don't, you know, unless somebody responds and asks a question, you're not on there, you're not interacting with other people. So what I hear you saying is that it's really about developing those relationships on social media more than putting on the show the dog and pony show kind of thing. Absolutely. I call it I call it posting and praying. So people are posting yeah.
1: and praying for a client to come to them when they haven't established a real connection yet.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know and the thing is that we all do want to do business with people we know like and trust. So if you are just doing that, it does make you feel a little more like, um, like a billboard or something like that, where you can't really connect with them. They're not real people necessarily. They just, you know, are on your computer screen. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that, that's really interesting. The more I think about this, that the, the more I really like your approach, um, especially for so many people that don't love the social media marketing and there are, are a lot of um, out there, I would say that I'm, I'm on the fence. Like I will do some things, but putting myself on social media was really hard initially. When I was doing, you know, reels where I was just talking to the camera, definitely takes another level of, like, okay, I got this, I can do this kind of thing. <laughs> you know, you can kind of hype yourself up for that. So, do you have a few tips for people who, um, who don't want to? or they have social media accounts, they're doing it right now. What is there some tips that you have to make that transition to the relationship part of it more than just the posting and just spending time every day on social media? Yeah. So
1: you can just start reaching out to people. You don't have to make it super complicated. You can reach out to people who have maybe engaged with your post before or who have reached out to you. What what I did was I did a little bit of a drastic move. So I stopped posting on social media completely. And I just started nurturing the relationships that I already had. And those naturally transitioned into either referrals or paying clients for me. But some people, they enjoy creating the content. So just design it in a way that sparks a conversation. Because like you said, people people need that connection and that relationship. And if you're just posting to posts and there's no connection, they're like, that's great. I'm going to scroll right by because you're competing with so many other people. But if you're prompting them, making them think about something and encouraging them to reach out, then you'll be able to start that conversation. And a great way to do that is actually focusing on stories. So Mm -hmm. instead of like a feed post. Just post something in your story. Ask a question. Just be very direct. People want to know exactly what they're expected to do. So ask a question and say, what is your input on this? Or what do you think of this?
0: And you'll get responses and you'll start those conversations. Love that. That's a great idea. Do you feel like uh, it's better to... Uh, you mentioned stories, but what about do you feel like it's better to write on someone's post or do you feel like you go to the DMS for those conversations? I personally DM people directly. Um,
1: I wouldn't just comment on people's posts to comment on people's posts because some people do that as a, like a strategy for engagement and they don't mm-hmm. put down a quality comment. If you're putting down quality con comments, people will probably respond to you. But the way to build like a deep, genuine connection is go directly to them. And that way it's more one on one because the closer of proximity you are to that person, kind of like a magnet, the closer they'll be attracted to you or the quicker they'll be repelled. Both things you want the answers right. for in business. Yes, for so, sure.
0: I would just go directly to DMing them. Do you feel like you get responses? I, I mean, I get so many DMs from people who are trying to, you know, sell me followers or, you know. So, do you feel like you, that people will read through what they have there and, and respond to you your genuine posts? Yeah, it depends how you reach out, and it
1: depends how you position yourself. If you position yourself as, oh, I'm trying to sell you something, prob- you probably will not get a response. But right what what I do, so the strategy that I use is if somebody has is talking about something that I have an opinion on or agree with their position or something like that I will directly respond to that post or that story so we're already we have something we're connecting over at the very beginning and then we just have a natural flowing conversation after that and you ask them a little bit about them, what they do, and then you tell them a little bit about you. But if you go into their their comments or their DMs and you're just talking about yourself and how you can help
0: them and things like that, that's very off-putting. It is. Yeah. I've done the same thing where I have gone into people's DMs and just told them what I really like about what they posted or maybe ask them a question about what they're selling. And people definitely respond really positively. Lead to things like that for sure. I think it's thinking
1: about how would you want to be reached out to? How would you want mm-hmm. to be connected with? If you're on the other side of the conversation, just think about okay, how would I want this to go? How would I feel like this is natural and not like the uh, like I'm trying to get something out of
0: it? Right, right. Which is how you should approach relationships anyway. You know, you bring your own energy to a, a conversation that you would in real life in a DM, then for sure people are going to respond to it. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I like to do is to talk about um, things because we see people with successful businesses like yours and we wonder how did they get there? So, um, and you told us a little bit about your story and how you were a nutrition and you switched things up and went into marketing and that sort of thing. But what ways have you personally grown from this um Bit, a self-employment adventure that we're all on. Yeah, oh, there's been so many moments of growth. <laughs> I feel
1: like it's a constant growth journey because you're constantly having to go to new levels and do things you've never done before and and try new things and kind of trust yourself. And one of the biggest things in my journey of building a successful business was learning how to trust myself. Because at the beginning, I was always looking to other people to, okay, can you give me the strategy? Can you give me the path? Can you tell me exactly what to do to create the success that I want? And you can learn a lot from other people and you can learn a lot of ways that worked for them, but it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily always mean it's going to work for you and your business. And that's something that I, I even teach throughout my program is how to individualize it. So looking at the numbers and figuring out what's actually working for you. And that's because that's what I had to do. I had to look at the proof like, okay, I can create a successful business because I have done X, Y, and Z. I have learned how to show up on video and have conversations. I have learned how to do sales. I have learned how to do marketing. I've learned all these things and I've gotten clients in the past and I've gotten people with fantastic results. But it's looking back and allowing yourself to build up that proof that like, hey, I can do this. So the next move, I can trust myself that this is the right one for me. And I don't need to be constantly looking for other things. Because we always have these shiny objects all around us, these Mm -hmm. different strategies. People are like, you need this. This is an essential for a business. If you want to succeed, you have to do this. And it's great marketing. But you can spread yourself so thin and none of it can be effective if you're not focused on the right thing and if you're not connecting with clients in the right way. So it's putting your blinders on, trusting yourself that you can do this and then taking it and running with it. Because when I started to trust myself, that's the only time I really created the success and where it felt natural and it didn't feel like an uphill battle every single day because I knew from the proof that I had created that I got plenty of clients without having to post on social media. That's actually where I got all of my clients from. <laughs> so even in those moments of self-doubt and things like, oh, maybe I should post because everybody's telling me I should. It's like, no, stick to your guns you know, you've made it work, stick to the process and you're allowed to grow and evolve and change the way you do things. And allowing yourself that growth is the biggest part of the journey.
0: Oh, I just absolutely love what you just said. That is so t- totally true. Yeah. And I think, you know, I it, when we start out in business, we don't have a lot of confidence. Um, and, you know, where do you get that? Well, it, it comes from, doing all doing the things Um, getting out there falling down skinning your knees making some big mistakes and I've made a a lot of them myself we all have (laughs) and find out what works and find out what doesn't work and you know, and at that point, the more you do it, like you just said, the, the more you do it, the more confidence you gain. And you realize that you have that ability within you. You were given gifts that you can t- totally use for other people and help them out. Um, and what, what kind of struggles have you felt like you've had in your business that, um, it has taken you a while to work through besides social media? Oh, well, definitely
1: the self doubt. So thinking, getting in my own way about my messaging, doubting, doubting things that I knew were very obvious from the fear, fear of failure, fear of success, all of those fears that come up for so many people that has Mm -hmm. definitely earlier in the earlier stages has held me back from creating success earlier. But I think that's a natural phase to go through to prepare you for all the things that are to come because now I do things that little Leslie would have never in her wildest dreams thought she would do. <laughs> I've I've been speaking on stages and I I was always terrified to be a public speaker. All of these things, all of these fears that come up that kind of stop you from like even putting yourself out there on social media or putting yourself out there in networking events or Speaking about your message, even though you know how important it is, all those fears are the biggest thing that had, had ever held me back. And now I make sure that I do one thing every day that scares me because I know
0: it's going to put me in the right position. Oh, so cool. Oh, yeah. That is so true. Yeah. And I, and I, I feel that. Like I've had a, a friend say to me, you know, you're really brave for, you know, putting yourself on video or whatever. And I'm thinking, yeah, we have to be, you know, it's like you just push those fears, of, you know, to the bottom of your shoes, because, the, you know, you've got to keep going, you've got to do the things that make you scared. And that's how we grow as individuals. And that's how we grow our business, because there's always going to be the next step that's scary. There's always going to be a step that we have not done before, and that we just have to learn and own it and make our mistakes if we need to, but just move forward and, and grow as a person that grows business. Leslie, I just love our conversation today. Thank you so much for being with us. Where can people find out more about you? So
1: they can find out the most about me on my website. It is the cultivatedvision.com. But you can also find me on Instagram at I am Leslie Stevens. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn and on YouTube. I have a podcast as well called Not an Influencer, an impact
0: maker. Oh, love that. Thank you so much for being with me today, Leslie. Take care. Thank you. And there you have it. I love how Leslie challenged the status quo and how she went with what worked best for her. That's what makes her brand so unique. The links to everything we talked about today are in my show notes at myweeklymarketing.com forward slash 19. If you have questions for Leslie or me, send us a DM. We'd love to chat with you and answer your question. As always, thanks so much for joining me today. You're a rock star and I'm cheering you on. Bye for now.